Balls Don't Lie Podcast with your host, Anton and regular Steve. Please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate all of your support. Without you, none of this will be possible. Now, Balls Don't Lie. Let's go, let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N, along with my co-host, regular Steven. What's going down, brother? Not much, buddy. Not much. Still nursing the neck. Little, little pinchy on the neck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pinchy. Well, <laughs> That's right. How are you doing yeah, today? Man, I'm hanging in there, brother. Hanging in there. Uh, kind of perturbed by our little subject we got going on for today. Yeah. The NFL Top 100. It's weird. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of shenanigans and BS on this list. Yes. But, uh, yeah. But before we get into all this and go into a dark place, possibly, <laughs> let's go to a happy place, man, with the question of the day. Yes. A picture-perfect-esque vacation for you what would it look like as far as your environment, where you would be, you know, not necessarily, I guess, exactly, you know, what state or wherever, but just how it would look to you. It's going to look like sunshine. Sunshine. There's going to be palm trees. A lot of palm trees. <laughs> Ocean breeze. <laughs> Sand on my knee. Damn, that sound like it hurts. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that rhymes. I know. Uh, you know. Your first freestyle. <laughs> we got it out the way. The first freestyle. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. It's a tropical place, man. Mm-hmm. It's warm. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, certain parts of Florida, mm-hmm. Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. That was probably my, you know, uh, that is what I'm envisioning, actually, is like the Virgin Islands. It's uh, just lush greenery, laid back. You know, the, the only thing about going to Florida, at least certain parts of Florida, it's so crowded. Yes. And even though, you know, maybe like when we, we love St. Pete, we love, you know, like for me, I love Fort Lauderdale. I like driving through Miami, but you're in the hustle bustle. Mm-hmm. And there's places you can get away from it. Mm-hmm. You go to St. Pete. You're still dealing with traffic every day, and the you know the same you know the same right. the same stuff. You go to a place like you know U.S. Virgin Islands, where I went there was most of the time I spent there was in St. John, which is the most secluded of the islands. It's you know most of its nature preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only one road around the place. The whole island is just one road. Uh, it, it's just like you know you feel like you're just in this lost place this yeah. this untouched place it's you know goats running around and That's chickens dope. and right. donkeys and things across the road or whatever and like you know you're just you're just in this place and you know you're just away from you really it's kind of you get lost there you know you just get you get kind of sucked into man i don't even care what's going on back right. in the states because mm-hmm. i'm just so relaxed and no one cares. Right. It's like, oh, it's just, <laughs> it feels so good. So good. And then you, you know, you do miss things, but then you come back and you're dealing with all the same, yeah, the same 
rat race and right. stuff, you know. So, so for me, getting away to a tropical place like that um, is is what's ideal for me. What What about you? What do you look for? What's your ideal vacation? Uh, I think first thing is seclusion, away from everything and everybody, you know. Besides the ones that I want to be there, uh, we went on a vacation esque for a couple days couple months ago for uh, my birthday and we were just in a log cabin surrounded by trees one of the most beautiful experiences i've ever had period point blank uh if i could have added a mountain in the background it would been it would couldn't do much more better than that so that's what i like man i just like seclusion i don't want to see a single person i don't want to hear nothing but crickets uh ducks splashing in the in the pond and you know, the kids laughing or, you know, the wife and that's it, man. That's all. I don't need nothing special. I don't need to go out and get food. I'll cook at home. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's how I, that's how I envision a vacation. I hate going on vacation and coming back more tired than I left. Yeah, that always is a bummer. Yeah, that's terrible. It's always a bummer. That's not a vacation to me. But anyways, all right. Now that we are leaving our happy place. <laughs> in our mind, yeah. <laughs> Let's jump into this uh, NFL Top 100. Um, voted by the players. The question is, when, when did they vote? Mm-hmm. Before or after the Super Bowl? Not sure. But uh, let's just go down the list and start with the top 10. Yeah. And what just jumps out right away. Yeah, so the top, top 10 here. Number one leading off, surprise right away, Lamar Jackson. Quarterback, Baltimore Ravens. Don't care. He Num- shouldn't be number one. Yeah. Number two, Russell Wilson, quarterback, Seattle Seahawks. Sure. Number three, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Number four, Patrick Mahomes. How did that happen? Number five, Michael Thomas. He is the best receiver in the league right now. Besides. Number six, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> number seven, George Kittle. Number eight, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Stephon Gilmore, and number 10, Derrick Henry. Right, 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 right. Okay, so what jumps out at you right away? I think you already said it, but... Patty Mahomes should be number one if we're going to put a quarterback at number one. It should be Patty Mahomes. He obviously won the Super Bowl uh, coming off a 50-touchdown season. Yeah, he had a little injuries this year, but he still came back and won the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson lost to the Tennessee Titans. It's that simple to me. You can't go from not being on a list to being on a list at number one. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I love everything about Lamar Jackson. Yes. Uh think he belongs in the top 10 yes. for sure. Yep. But I don't see how you're saying there's two quarterbacks. And I love Russell Wilson. Yeah. But you're telling me there's two quarterbacks in the league that are better than Patrick Mahomes right now? It's tough. I just don't see that. I think if you're, yeah, you're going to go quarterback at number one, I just don't see how you have – I don't see how you have two quarterbacks above Patrick Mahomes. That makes no sense yeah. to me. But one, and, one thing before, what are they judging? Are they judging it purely off of the performance of last year? I don't know. Are they saying that this player had the best performance of the year? You know, the best stats. I can understand Lamar there. But when you're talking about the best player, he's only done it one year. You can't, you can't solidify somebody after one year because it could be a fluke. You know, Russell Wilson has been doing this for years. He's been getting better at it. 
you can see him being up there. Patty Mahomes at least has two years, two stellar years, and a Super Bowl championship. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see, it either. I don't see that. Uh, Aaron Donald up there, sure. I don't know if he's ever going to fall out of there. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't see much of him, but um, in terms of like watching Rams games or anything, but right. it seems like him, everyone kind of. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Pretty much every defensive player is going to say he's the best defensive yeah. player. So, and when you hear coordinators talking about scheming for him and yeah. things like that, it's, yeah. it sounds like he's a, you know it's Absolutely. that's legit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we have running back, or we have a wide receiver, a running back, a tight end, a wide receiver, going five through eight. Mm-hmm. So a lot of pass catching, and you know McCaffrey kind of does all of the things. I can see him being in there. Yeah. You know, uh, don't, I don't know. I don't get to see him very much, but he he makes a splash pretty much every time, every game. So I'll give Ed McCaffrey. Uh, I said Ed. <laughs> Talking about his daddy. Uh, Christian, uh, his due. Number six. I don't know. I'll take Saquon over him still. Sure. Are we sure? Okay, so Julio Jones is 11. So you have, let's see, Thomas Hopkins. We're saying that Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins are better than Julio Jones? I say DeAndre Hopkins is. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the league. Michael Thomas gets the most targets and the most catches because he has the best quarterback easily. Julio Jones is the most freakish, and he's just there because he's still Julio Jones. <laughs> but I think DeAndre is still the best in the league. I've never seen him drop a pass. Yeah. Uh, and he makes a spectacular <sighs> catches. And he just now got a good quarterback. That's there some of the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd still go Julio Jones if I had to pick any one of those guys. I'm going to be But interested. it's whatever. Um, Stephon Gilmore, corners. It's hard to evaluate corners because the best ones don't have as even as many opportunities to make plays because they're, um, you know. Yeah, that's a tough one to evaluate. It is. Like the, the best corners don't usually get the most picks. No, because they, they don't. don't get the ball thrown at them. As right, so Very it's just true. a weird, weird position. Uh, Drew Brees at number twelve. I'm not sure about Tom Brady at fourteen. Are we still thinking Tom Brady's top fifteen player after what he did last year? Arm looking like a losing the juice, and I'm not seeing Tom Brady as number fourteen. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a leg- legacy thing with him. We we want to say it's based off of one year production. Hell no, he had one of his. Maybe his worst year he's ever had last year, and he wasn't even a top ten quarterback last year when you look at statistics. So, yeah, definitely shouldn't be that high on the list if you're really being real with yourself. Right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers drops down to sixteen. Okay, he had a he's, better he's, season than Brady. Yeah, but he's he's kind of you know he seems like he's falling down a little bit as well. It's a disappointment. That's what it is. Uh, Khalil Mack at nineteen. Seems like he should be higher, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. Seems like he has. Eh, I think he should be higher. Uh, Deshaun Watson at twenty. Mm. Hard for me to get down with that one. Oh man, I don't know. Deshaun Watson needs help. That's for sure. He needs more help. That's all I know. It seems like he'd be out there doing it by himself, like Russell Wilson. 
Well, I mean, he had DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. The best receiver in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, so, you ain't lying. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. His I, old I know, line sucks, though. Like, I like, and I like him. Back. I think he's good. I just don't know. Top 20, I don't know. Uh, what are we looking at here? What else jumps out of me here? Richard Sherman, you're not a top 28. He's ranked number 28. I don't see that. Yeah. I don't see that either. I don't see it at all, actually. No. I, he should be in the top 100. He's still a good sure. corner, but. Yeah, that's pretty that's, high. That's real high. That's elite status. He was elite, but he's not the same anymore. I've been watching tape of Devontae. Is it Devontae Adams? Uh the wide receiver on Green Bay, mm-hmm. cutting Sherman up. Yeah. He's killing him. So, now nah, I don't want to hear about him at 28. No. TJ no, Watt at 25. I'm digging it. He He's the reason why I pull up the pro, pro football focus uh, <laughs> list because he's very high on there. Yeah. Very. So, Do you have how many Steelers? Three. Three, three. Steelers made this list. Cam Hayward. Uh, he's in the 80s, I think 84. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick made mm-hmm. it at 35, and then TJ Watt at uh, 25. So, and Madden still gave him an 84 rating. What the f- are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> are you serious, Doc? Good old Madden rating. Good old Madden. Uh, yeah, and we had two Bears make it, right? Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson was 93, I believe. Then, yeah, you know, Mac was 19. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, yeah, I was that, surprised. I mean, Eddie Jackson was just in the 30s. Akeem Hicks was just in there. Now, Akeem Hicks had some injuries last year. Um, but, what, Eddie Jackson just went from being in the 30s, right. one of the best safeties in the game, to, to a nobody. And we still had a top five defense last year, so I'm really not understanding. We just did that with one good player. We don't have any other defensive players that are yeah. any good. Dane Trevathan's not good. I mean, he came off injury too, but like, what I mean, I don't get it either, man. It's confusing. <laughs> I don't. I want to understand the process of picking these players. How they lay it out? Do they ask the you know give a ballot to somebody and say you fill in the top? I know they don't do the top one hundred list. They'll do like a top twenty, I believe. I heard they say that. So, is there already names on the list, and you kind of, or are you coming from your your mind? What what? top 20 is i would like to know because some of these just feel like legacy picks they're they're not based on last season yeah at all it's <laughs> just not yeah the bears if you're a top five defense you got to have one more than one defender on the damn list you, you would think. think you, you would think. think i mean it's i mean it still has had three of them i could have probably named one more joe hayden but yeah i mean kyle fuller was in a recent yeah. top 100 and he was in like the 70s 80s or something mm-hmm. like that which is about right, but I can see him dropping out because you're on that fringe. But I just don't know how you go from in the 30s to just completely out. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't, don't I'm not. It. Yeah, I don't get it either. Man. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other ones? Okay. So, Jimmy G, man. <laughs> how the hell is Jimmy G at 43? Did anybody see this, uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl? Yeah. Did anybody watch that? Yeah, so he's, oh man, he's not great. He's not. He's uh, he's a benef- He benefits from the run a lot. There's a lot of play action thrown to a lot of wide open guys. He has arguably the best tight end in the league, though I don't think Kittle is the best. 
I think Travis Kelsey is better than him, but he's still top tier. You know, you have the best running game in the league right. by far. Uh, your wide receivers, yeah, okay. But if they're wide open, they're pretty easy to hit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, he didn't win very many games for them. It was defense and running right. and, you know, ball control and things of that nature. He does a good job not losing games for you, but yeah. he's not going to necessarily go win them. Right. Uh, yeah, it seems high. That oh, seems pretty high. I would give Tannehill the spot over him. Easily. It's not even close. Tannehill literally changed the whole season for Tennessee. Yeah. The whole season. He balled out in the playoffs, you know, going against the number one quarterback, beat him, beat the legendary quarterback, beat him. Like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. He did a lot more work than Jimmy G did. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a it's a weird list, and it, the weird thing about it is that the players are the ones that are yeah. voting on it. That's the weirdest part, and that's that's where it's like okay, it's not just media people; it's the people actually playing the game, and so they obviously know more. But I just it's just weird. It's it's when things like that show up on the list, it just makes yeah. it feel. I don't know. It just makes it feel weird. Like they. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Yeah. This is the worst quarterback lineup I've ever seen, though, in the top 100. It really is. Yeah, so go. you have that rank, just quarterback-specific. Quarterback-specific. Uh, yeah. One is Lamar, obviously. Russell. Then you get Patty. Then Breeze. Brady is still at number five. A.A. Uh, Ron Rogers is number six. Deshaun Watson would be number seven. Jimmy G at eight. Dak at nine. Kirk Cousins at 10, Ryan Tannehill <laughs> at uh, 11, and Josh Allen at 12. How That's hell hilarious. Did, how did he get on the list? I know Buffalo had a very good season, but it wasn't really because of him. No. They had one of the best defenses, hands down, in the league. You know, he, he didn't throw the ball very well. He has legs now. I'll give him that. He can scramble his ass off, but he's not a top-tier quarterback. It's just not even close. Yeah. It's not close. Hey, maybe we should put uh, Duck Hodges on here. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd have made the playoffs, they would have considered Duck Hodges. <laughs> yeah, Quite it's a weird right. list, man. It's a weird list. <laughs> There's 17 wide receivers on the list. 17. The game is going that direction. Yes, it is. Uh, the one that I like the most that made the list is my brother Larry Fitzgerald. The LeBron James of football. <laughs> he's been going strong for, I think he's in his 13th, 14th, maybe even 15th season. Like, this dude is old and still getting it done. I respect him probably more than any receiver in the league by far. I think he's almost at the, I think he's like 100 or so receptions away from the all-time league over Jerry Rice. So, yeah. Really? Uh, what, what, what happened to Adam Thielen? I don't know. Did he have a bad year last year? They got Stefan Diggs on here, and he was trying to get up out of that spot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Did he have injuries? I don't I, know. I have no idea, man. Because because uh, Kirk Cousins is on here, so he must have been throwing the ball to somebody. He had to throw it to somebody. I don't know. No idea. Um, yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, wasn't he actually a uh, running back at one point? Did he just make a – I believe he came in as a running back, didn't he? 
I'm not sure. I feel like he did. Because I didn't know much about him when he came in. Yeah. I think he came in as a running back, and then he gradually transitioned to a wide receiver. He's ranked number four on the list, by the way. Mike Evans is number five as far as wide receiver goes. Chris Goodwin. Got, is it Goodwin or Godwin? It's Chris Goodwin. Who the heck is that? <laughs> number 38 on the list. <laughs> what? I mean, I literally, I don't, know. I don't know if I've ever seen him play, to be honest. I don't. Yeah, well, we'll see him now because the Buccaneers, because they're never on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, true, but now true, they're going to be on TV yeah, all yeah. the time. I can see why. So so now you'll get a chance to see him. Uh, that, that makes total sense, though. They did put up a lot of lot of yardage and points, but gave a lot of a lot of way uh, due to their quarterback throwing interceptions all day. So, yeah. And we'll find out about Tom Brady because you're telling me he's got some of the best receivers in the game. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Chris Godwin in, Mike Evans make the list. Uh, what is it? 30 and 38 on the list. So <laughs> we'll see. Mari Cooper is number 49 on the list. Do you think he's that good? No. I think he's a top 100 player. Yeah. I'm not so sure about that, though. Yeah. Every time I've seen him, he hasn't, you know, he's performed, but it's not, you don't see him up there. So right. I don't know. Devontae Adams. I want to see him play more because I've been studying his He's little good. routes and his route running is ridiculous. I feel like he always kills the Bears. I get tired <laughs> of seeing him. Yeah, his, his route running is, is marvelous. OBJ still making the list. Yeah. At 59. I don't know. I mean, he is still a top 100 player. He is. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Will he ever get the stats to match? Probably not because it's quarterback and he's sharing with another good court, uh, wide receiver, Jarvis Landry, who's two spots below him. Mm-hmm. I think Jarvis Landry should have been – I think it should have flip-flopped. Yeah. Um, Tyler Lockett made the list. Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup. I don't see much about Cooper Cup, but when he was out, the Rams' offense was really trash. Really, really trash. And then your man sneaks on the list at number 93, Allen Robinson. Yeah, deserving. He doesn't get enough credit uh, for how good he is. But, yeah, crap quarterbacks throwing the ball all the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, But he's really good. Uh, Allen Robinson's very good. Okay. All right. Well, let's switch to some running backs real quick. Christian McCaffrey gets the number one nod out of the running back group, falling in at number six on the list. Derrick Henry, you say you don't agree with the number 10 spot for Derrick Henry. Oh, I should say, do you do, do you disagree with him being the second best on the list? I just dis, uh, I like Derrick Henry a lot, and I love the style that he mm-hmm. plays. The only reason for me is because the versatility is not there. Mm. So, like, when I think of running backs in today's, like, you know, take me back 15 years, mm-hmm. you give me that guy all day. I'll take okay. that. But now in today's game, when you got so many guys being able to catch the ball out of the backfield mm-hmm. and just be, a, you know, kind of, you know, even act as receivers and running backs. And you talk mm-hmm. about McCaffrey. Um, who else is on here that uh, does similar stuff? I mean, you, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. On here. Um, well, Saquon is on here. Aaron Jones. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. In terms of effectiveness, I can see why he's up there. Yeah. But for me, when I think of like, it's just the lack of being, I, I guess I don't mind how high he is on the running back list as much as I do on the actual, on the actual list. 
So I'm not I gonna... feel like being top 10 on the actual list is that's pretty elite. And you might, I just, because the running back's just not as valuable in today's game. You're telling me a one dimensional running back, albeit, uh, you know, a very effective one, is is a top 10 player in the league? It's kind of crazy. I don't, I don't know. Uh, if we, that's kind of the reason why I would put him, I don't know if I would put him in the top 10, but if he's, since he's there, I would say that's the reason why, because people know exactly what he's going to do. He's just so good at it. Like, he runs the ball with <laughs> freight train <laughs> freight train tendencies. He's just running over people. He's always getting his yardage, rarely takes a loss, like, rarely fumbles. He's just a, he's a getter out there. If I had to choose a running back, besides Le'Veon Bell, it would be Derrick Henry. It would be Derrick Henry every time, especially with the type of football I like to see. You know, I'm not a big shotgun guy. I hate the shotgun. I don't hate it, but they use it too damn much. Big Ben, oh my gosh, I still don't understand why he don't go in the center. But regardless, I like Derrick Henry's style. The bus is my favorite of all time. Derrick Henry is the new bus for yeah. me. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love him watching him run people over. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's just hard for me to see that. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just, the two things don't seem to line up for me. Yeah. Running um, backs don't, they're not valued the same as they used to be. I, I get that for sure, but mm, he's a man. <laughs> that's a grown ass man right there. But like we're saying, but we're saying that like Drew Brees at 12, you know, a quarterback. You know, some of the top quarterbacks in the league mm-hmm. aren't aren't higher than the one dimensional. Again, albeit effective, running back. I just I have a hard time. Right, right, right. I with that, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Adrian Peterson here. Like Adrian Peterson in his prime, he's not that. Nah, not quite. Nope. But so I can see Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. especially back when he was kind of doing that. The running back was still valued more. Right. It was trending away from that. But it, I mean, you know. Early Minnesota Vikings, Adrian Peterson was was a hot ticket. Right. But now I just I don't know the quarterbacks and wide receivers. The game's so pass heavy. I feel like those guys. I guess I maybe I'm thinking of value as opposed to, you know, how good a guy is. It's just hard for me to mine those two things up. I get you. I get you, man. Uh, as far as that list goes, you think anybody is in the wrong spot? We got Dalvin Cook in at three, Zeke at four, Saquon at five, Aaron Jones at six, Nick Chubb at seven, Alvin Kamara at eight, Mark Ingram at nine, Todd Gurley at ten. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Todd anymore. Josh uh, Jones at uh, 11, and Chris Carson at 12. I think he's the Raiders running back. I ain't never seen him play. So. I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the only one, I, I feel like Saquon should be higher. I'm not sure how I would do it, but I feel like him at five, I'd probably have him higher. Somehow. You have him higher than Zeke? Mm, yeah, probably. Probably. Dalvin Cook? Mm, yeah, probably. Probably. I think I'd, like, if you're asking me what I'd take, again, like, I'm not sure how I'd rearrange it. I just... Right. I'm not sure I'd have McCaffrey number one. For me, the thing with McCaffrey is just what he does for you. Like, if I'm talking just in terms of running backs here, I'm going to contradict myself. But if I'm just thinking of running backs, what I think of the position as, it's more of a Derrick Henry type guy. I'd like you to be a little more, you know, 
two-dimensional than that. But I don't need my my running back to be McCaffrey either. Yeah. Like, that's extreme. He right. gets so many touches. It's just like, it's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. Um, but I guess for me, the style, like a Dalvin Cook or, you know, a Saquon, those type of guys, I'd probably take them over McCaffrey. Um, I'd probably take a Derrick Henry over McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, I'm just thinking of the value what those guys do. Right. I, I feel like you got to have a McCaffrey who the, the amount of touches like it's going to catch up with him. It is going to, but like you can see why that guy would be in top 10. Yeah. Just the, the volume. Yeah. I don't watch, I haven't seen a lot of McCaffrey, but I think it's amazing that he is the only offensive weapon that whole team has period. People know he's going to get the ball and he still gets his number. So right. It's pretty amazing. And it's amazing to see a white guy as a running back. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's weird. That, that's that's one is. position it's... you guys get no shine at. <laughs> <laughs> no shine. No. You know, you're starting to get some wide receivers and carrying on, but running back has just been amazing. Yeah. There's been none. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. But all right, cool. Let's, uh, yeah, well, there's only four tight ends, really not, you know, Kittles, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and Darren Waller. I don't know who Darren Waller is. I know he plays for the Raiders, but the other three, I could have named those and already knew those were the ones that were going to be on the list. Yeah. Um, let's do a little more defense, and then we'll get out of here. All right, pass rushers. Aaron Donald, number one. Will you consider Bobby Wagner a pass rusher? No. Or just a stone-nosed run blocker, heavy tackler? That's, Might yeah. kill you across the middle guy? Yeah. Okay. I put it as pass rusher slash linebacker, so I just didn't want to do two different lists. Uh, Chandler Jones was number three. He came in at 15 on the spot. Nick Bosa, rookie season, number four. Number 17 on the tire list, <laughs> Khalil Mack. So he beat out Khalil Mack in his rookie season. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's not right. The other thing is, the thing that's weird about that, I know Bosa's good. Uh, the, thing that's, the, the thing that's weird for me is seeing Josh Allen, uh, defensive end for the Jags from Kentucky, not on the list at all because he actually led rookies in total sacks. Mm. So the And he was a top 10 pick. It's not like no one knows right. about him. He's not just some guy. Um, it's just weird for me to see the Bosa so high up there and then Josh Allen not existing. Yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's like I'm not saying he should be higher. I know Bosa is really good. But the sack numbers, some of the other numbers that went along with it, uh, seems like he should be in the top 100 somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. Especially when Josh Allen from (laughs) Buffalo is on the list. Like, it just seems weird to me. But no, I don't think he should be higher than Khalil Mack. When you hear defensive coordinators and people talk about Khalil Mack, it's the same thing as Aaron Donald. You cannot scheme around him. There's nothing. It just, it's a nightmare planning for him every week. The numbers that he puts up aren't indicative in terms of sack total and we've gone away from sack total being the end-all be-all for how we're judging these guys right uh didn't get much help on the other side of the line from leonard floyd who's gone now Mm. um should have more help from quinn so we'll you know but he's been double team triple you watch these games it's just like the whole right with akeem hicks out last year for a big portion of the year like He's just, you know, he's, a beast. he's he's out there on his own, but there's no doubting the impact that he has on the game, even though it right. doesn't always show up in the sack in the sack totals. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's not better than. I don't think any defensive lineman is better 
than Khalil Mack other than maybe Aaron Donald. But that's the only one that you're going to convince me is is better or has an argument to be better than Khalil Mack. Yeah, definitely at this point, you know. Uh, at one point you could say J.J. Watt, but he's just taking sure. too many, you know. He's still on the list, though, and I'm not quite sure at least why this high. 45 is pretty high for him. He didn't. He wasn't performing like the real T. You know, J. 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 Watt. Put it that way. The games that I saw, he didn't affect very much. So I think that's a legacy pick. Jadavian Clowney. He's number forty-one. I don't think so, man. Mm. I don't think so. I know he's good at what he does, but he doesn't get to the quarterback very much. Yeah. You know. He's another one where that might not tell the whole story, though. Yeah. I agree. But but I mean. I thought he would have better sack numbers for his entire career. Yeah, I don't he just know. doesn't. Uh, Joey Bosa, he's number thirty-four on the list. Uh, doing his thing, I guess. I didn't really get to watch him very much last year either. Uh, I already said T.J. Watt was number twenty-five. Uh, that's about it. Uh, Clayus Campbell came in at number seventy-nine. Do you think Miles Garrett should have been higher than eighty, though? Probably. I would think so. Probably. That's a little. I know you. The little controversy, swinging helmets. I don't think that's a good swim move technique to swim and use a no. helmet. But he's wreaked havoc on the Steelers, and we know our offensive line is pretty good. He's murdered us every time he played us. So I know that guy's a man. Yeah. Um, the other one that's missing that I think I talked about a little bit, but Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just come on. Is anybody watching the Bears? Because that dude's a monster. And, you know, he's you know, had some injuries and missed some time last year. But, like, there's no way that he can't be on this list. There's just no way. He is a wrecking ball. Yeah. He's good against the run. He just, the whole middle of that line collapses. He's just an absolute monster. Like, he's just, uh, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. No love for the Bears. Top five defense, and you only get Khalil. And he's ranked 19. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> like, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. There's a lot of good players on this list, though, as far as the, the pass rushers and linebackers. I don't know all of them, but if you're on the list, you're good. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. DBs and safeties. Um, yeah. Stephon Gilmore, number one, apparently. Number nine on the total list. Jamal Adams, who just got traded to the Seahawks, is uh, number 27 uh, at safety. Richard uh, Herman Sherman at 28. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick comes in at 35. First time being on the list. Uh, a much needed upgrade to our secondary. I appreciate his efforts and his contribution. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is still on the list at number five. He came in at 37. Yeah. Tyron Matthews. That was a surprise one for me. I know he's good. He's always been good, but I don't recall him being on the list the last couple years for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. The Honey Badger. Uh, Tredavian White. Is that his name? That's how you say his name? Tredavian White? Uh, he's the corner for a Buffalo. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> a, they say he's pretty good. It's corners. I don't. It's so yeah. hard for me. To, it's yeah. like a new corner is the best corner every year. Yeah. It's like I don't know <laughs> how to keep up with these guys. Like, yeah. He's... Yeah, it was Jalen Ramsey. He was the talk of the town. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, Gilmore goes and has nice. I know he was good in Buffalo or whatever. And then uh, with the Patriots and yeah, 
But again, it's like I just the so the, many. the best corner. Yeah, there's so many, and the be, it's just hard for me to. I don't know. I don't know how to evaluate those as well because the best ones don't usually get seen. Get thrown at. You don't hear their name called a lot. So you're, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're just watching. When I watch games, there's not a ton of times. I mean, sometimes, but like, I don't just. I usually don't. If I'm zoning in on somebody to watch a different part of the field aside from the ball. I mean, sometimes it'll be so I can see that matchup. You got a nice wide receiver corner matchup. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can just watch that part of the screen, right. kind of see what's going on. But for one, don't watch many Patriots games. Not watching a bunch of Bills games. So you know, evaluating these guys is really getting. I don't watch the Jets. I'll do everything in my power to not watch the Jets. That's so is Jamal Adams good? Probably. That is fact. But I don't watch the Jets, so I've I've never seen him play in person. <laughs> I don't want to watch the Jets, and I'm not going to see many Seahawks games. So, you know, football is one of those things where it's hard to be an expert on the whole league if you don't have time to watch all the games. Yep. I'm watching Bears games, and I'm watching other primetime games. Yep. If you're not playing in those games, I'm not watching. <laughs> That's why you can tell some of these uh, reporters are full of shite out here because they can't. There's no way they know all the stuff that they're saying they know come on yeah if you're one of the people that does all the analytics you do all the numbers you're you work for one of these football publications you know maybe um but there's a reason why there's a lot of uh publications that let a guy focus on one team because it's really hard it's a lot of tape to watch these guys on espn their job is to sit around and watch tape i don't have time to sit around and watch tape of every fucking corner in the league and determine who's the best one Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll take their word for it. Right. I do know in terms of uh, defensive backs, Eddie Jackson should be on the list. <laughs> I know that. Uh, who else is on here? Marcus Peters. We always hear his name. Harrison Smith. I uh, hear his name. I know you hear his name because he's in your division. Safety. Earl Thomas. Marshawn Lattimore. Darius Slay. These are kind of the names that you always hear. Don't necessarily hear them, see them play, but you hear their names all the damn time for some reason. So, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Uh, I, w- I do want to look at the pro football focus uh, top 10 and uh, just check out and see how different it is from our top 10 here. Sure. All right. Uh, I'll read this. It says the list is based, based solely on 2019 play. Nothing that happened in previous years or may happen in the future. Yeah. Which all this should be, but I just had to put that since that's what they said. Number one, who you think it is? Mahomes. No. It is your boy George Kittle. <laughs> so I, I whatever they So a tight end is the best player in football. What they're saying is they're going by uh how do you say it? So whatever their stats is as far as how their position is rated, uh-huh. how well they performed at that. You know, position. It's not necessarily saying Kittles is better than Mahomes well, in right. general. It's who performed their position at the top, you know, tier level the best, basically. So he outranked everybody, apparently. Okay. Number two, who you think? I don't know anymore. Yep. <laughs> it's Donald, though. Okay. Yeah, we'll go there. Number three is Russell West. Uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook, too. He was crossing <laughs> boys up out in Seattle. Russell Wilson. Number four is Patty Mahomes. So he's up there at least. <laughs> Number five, Brandon Brooks. He's a, what is he, a right guard? 
No, yeah, he's a guard. So whatever. cool. Seven, Lamar Jackson. Number eight, Michael Thomas. Ryan Ram, what's his name? Ryan Ramchick. No, no, just sounds Maybe like a lineman. Like, he is a lineman. You already know. Number ten, Cam Hayward. <laughs> Hold on, did I miss? I miss my guy. Number six, T.J. Watt. Eighty-one pressures last year. 15 sacks, eight forced fumbles. I could go on. Yeah, he should be up there. He should be up there. So I don't I don't really know how they rank this up. Richard Sherman was ranked 13 on this list, though. Quentin Nelson, who got eight up by Cam Hayward, is ranked 11 on here. Let's see if any notable names like uh, Travis Kelsey, 18. <laughs> Godwin, 20. Stephon Gilmore is 22. Nick Chubb, 23. McCaffrey is 24. Julio Jones, 25. Calais is up there. Nick Bosa is 20. Oh, wow. Nick Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa are back-to-back 28 and 29. Really? So I still don't see uh, Khalil Mack nowhere. Devontae Adams. I'm trying to find a bear on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I still haven't seen one of them. None. Come on now. Cool. <laughs> you don't have no. Max, not you know, oh, there he is. Number 48. I see what it says about him. It says something about the quality of Khalil Mack that a relative down year for him still sees him in the season with an overall PFF grade of 86 and 70 total pressures. This marks the first time since his rookie year that his overall grade slipped below 90. And his 70 pressures are the fewest he's tallied since his first year in the league. Mac may not have been at his best this year, but 80% of that player is dominant, is let's say, is a dominant force most weeks in the NFL. So they still respect the man. <laughs> Dude, if I could put a like <laughs> <laughs> a thumbnail of this episode <laughs> it would be Steven's face <laughs> yeah he's not Whatever. buying it at all he didn't he's have a good not year buying it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still better here than other. whatever whatever the more oh, I hear the more man. analytics stuff starts to go into football the less I feel like I know about football that's factual like I, I, I can't I don't know what they're doing I, I don't know. Like the baseball analytics and stuff, I can understand a lot of that stuff. Not how they get to the numbers, but mm-hmm. like I can understand what the numbers represent. Right. With football, it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, just it's, it's it's new. Analytics are kind of new in, like, in terms of like being used heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's just hard for me to – it's hard for me. I just, I to me, to. football is such an eyeball test. Yeah, Sport. Like I see what I see – I'm not sure, and again, I'm not seeing all of the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it is. Right. I don't know. The more the more numbers, the less I know. Yeah, I agree with that. I do want to understand some of these numbers because the stats usually don't. It doesn't tell the whole story all the time. Like the stats we're used to: sacks, tackles, whatever, touchdowns. It doesn't always tell the exact story. You know, even say Cam Hayward's case, he doesn't get. 13 sacks a year. He right. doesn't. But he's constantly in the quarterback's face. Constantly. 
or taking up a double team or something. Right. How do you put that in stat form? Right. Like there has to be a way for a player like that to be recognized by something else other than sacks. Cause sacks is not the end all be all when you're talking about a, a good defensive lineman, you know, DN or um, linebacker. So right. there has to be more stats than just the ones we're used to. Obviously we don't know them like that, how they calculate them like QBR. What the, what is QBR and then passer rating? Yeah. The two different numbers, two different numbers. One's based on a scale of hundred. One has like yeah. a perfect score of 158.6 or some weird thing. But you can get the perfect score without having a perfect game. Yeah. You can have incompletions and stuff. So it's like if a guy goes 17 for 21 for four touchdowns, no interceptions, and 400 yards or something. That's a beautiful That's, game. And that should be perfect. And it, boop, boop, okay, but what if he goes 21 of 21? Yeah. It, he can't get a higher score? Yeah, I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, like That's the I thing understand. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I, what do you mean? I don't know, man. Which one's <laughs> – I'm gonna start studying pro football focus though. I want to know exactly what their uh, their rating scales is coming from because people trust them for some reason. I I have I kind of want to trust them. You know, seems like one of the few places you can go where people actually focus on you know the actual player, every snap, and the things that actually count. And winning a game. You know? Oh, it's but very it's just useful. So, it's just it's so very much. useful because yeah. they do take all those things yeah. into account. You know, right. the the win rate, win you rates, know, and pressures, yeah. and different things, different effects that the guys have. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the thing that's alarming about the Bears is when you have a guy like Cleo Mack getting double and triple team all the time, yeah. and Leonard Floyd can't come up with any sacks. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else is going against. You know, it's just man on man. Right. You you can't beat your man. Right. Cleo Mack's over here. Getting double teamed every play, mm-hmm. everyone should be able. To, who? How come no one can do anything? It's right. Like, that's the alarming thing, and that's why having a guy like Quinn should help because yeah. maybe okay, maybe you're not gonna be able to double team both of them. Obviously, right. someone's gonna have to be able to. You know, it, yeah. they should be more effective. That's been one of the downsides with Mac is that he's had no help in terms of getting to the quarterback and what you're responsible, and especially when you have guys like Akeem Hicks. Uh, but he's he sounds like a Hayward player where it's mm-hmm. like he's that's what he does. He's gonna clog up the middle. He's right. really good against the run. He's good at getting hands and faces and mm-hmm. just creating pressure and helping that pocket collapse up the middle. Right. And you know, there's how do you value that when, yeah, he's not gonna have sack numbers, but he's doing other things. That's why I'm surprised that Akeem Hicks isn't on the list. Right. But hey, maybe hey. it's the injury thing. Could be. I don't know. Shout out to all the linemen out here taking up double teams. We appreciate y'all if nobody else does. All right, man. I thought we'd just have a fun conversation talking about uh, the absurdity of the top 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird that Pro Football Focus had Mahomes, uh, you know. See, the Mar Jackson seemed like he's right where he should be. Seven, that makes a lot of sense to me. I still mm-hmm. have a hard time with the tight end. I understand what it's saying. He was the best at his position compared to other people at his position. But having a tight end number one seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it even says that. It says, George Kittle was the best player in football in 2019. That doesn't mean he was the most impactful or the most verse- valuable. But on a snap-by-snap basis compared to other players, nobody was as good as the 49er tight end. I don't know I don't what know. that means. He topped 1,000 yards for the second season in a row. He's really good in the blocking yeah. the blocking schemes and yeah. run game stuff. Like, uh, I get it. He's a complete tight end. I just don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But that's that's homework. 
I'm gonna study some pro football focus stuff. All right, man, let's get out of here, bro. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. All right, man. Well, like we always say, the balls do bounce, roll, and fly. But for damn sure, they don't lie. Nope. <laughs> Neither do I. For sure. Neither does this guy. You better know that. <laughs> Later, dudes. I holla.